In a world with zero fucks, All Fucks Welcome creates stories for the conscious conversation with no fake fucks. Let's introduce Diana. Oh, hey there. How's everybody doing today? I am so blessed to have part deux of our All Fucks Welcome duos. We have Eric Smitty, Smitty here. He is a husband, entrepreneur, and daddy of two darling boys. Welcome, Smitty. Hey, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. We're so happy that you're that you're here. So uh, tell us, tell us. Uh, first thing is, where does Smitty, the nickname, come from? That's actually my last name. Yes. S M I D D Y. Yes. Um, I played football growing up, so everyone just called me by my last name since. I and was... it just stuck. Yeah, just since stuck. Pee-wee? So. Uh, yeah, since Pee Wee. Really? Yeah, since I was seven no years shit. old, everyone called me Smitty. You've been Smitty everyone, your whole life. I mean, that's such a cool last name. Everyone called my dad Smitty. He was always Smitty growing up, too. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. It was confusing when my mom would be like, Smitty. I'd be like, what? Which one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. But yeah, most people call me Smitty. My mom, when she's mad, will call me Eric. And then oh. some of my clients, since I introduced myself, Eric Smitty, then... They call me Eric, and I would let it pass. I love it. <laughs> so you know the people that aren't close to you, they're Eric to you. Yeah, they and they usually don't ever text me. They're the people who I hear from like once a year. Hey, how's everything looking? I love it. Yeah. I love it. So you are an entrepreneur. Yes, ma'am. So um, first of all, I'm not ma'am. Oh, yes. You are on the show. I am not <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> just, I'm just, have, yeah. have some more beer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Tell us what you do and what that looks like and how you came about uh, about your business. Um, I guess I'll start with how I came about it. I was building pools for another company, and I was a project manager there. Um, how old are you when you were doing that? 24. Okay. And then, Young pup? Yeah, I may have been 25-ish. Before the frontal lobe is fully developed. Yeah, probably. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I was told at six months I'd get a review, and they'd basically double my salary. Mm-hmm. And then um, they didn't do that. Oh. So I told them, hey, you know, I'm going to be looking for other things. I'm going to keep yes. working hard for you. And uh, then our wedding was coming up, and I asked off for half-day Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the following week for our honeymoon. They said, fine. Come Wednesday, though, they piled all this work on me, and it was, like, early still. So I said, I got to be gone at noon. I can't do this. And they go, well, just bring your keys in and go home then. I did. And then later that afternoon, my email was shut off, and apparently I was fired or slash quit. Because I emailed the boss from my email, personal, and was like, hey, did I just get fired? He's like, we thought you quit. We thought you quit. so... Very entertaining. So we parted ways two days before my wedding, and then... Oh, fantastic. When I got back from my honeymoon, I wrote a business plan, went to my dad and said, I want to start a pool company, doing maintenance and repairs and stuff like that, and uh, he gave me a $5,000 loan, and I got started. Wow. So you've got a lot of support with your family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have the best family there is. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. That's awesome to hear. And my in-laws are great, too. I love my in-laws as well. So I'm I'm a very lucky man. Allie and I were just talking about in-laws today. We were. That is a blessing. Oh, yeah. Because I had my, you know, my first two, (laughs) my first two in-laws were not all that great. (laughs) 
they, they weren't big fan, it, it fans of, of the of the of the D. They they didn't care for me. Yeah. So um, it's it's it is a blessing when you can get into a family that just embraces you and loves you just as their own. Yeah, I felt like family from the day I met them. So oh, that isn't cool. that beautiful? Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. That, that is so. The awesome. first day I met her mom actually was I already knew I was going to marry Ree, so I asked her mom as well. Oh or I wow. kind of told her. I didn't really ask, but like, hey, I'm going to propose to your daughter. And what did she say? She cried and was just like, she had to go to the bathroom and hide from Ree so that Ree oh. wouldn't ask while she was crying. Oh, yeah. how sweet is that? Yeah, she was excited. How sweet is that? Because on here, what? Are, all right, so we really skipped away, skipped ahead. So when you oh, first sorry. saw Ree, no, 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 it's good. <laughs> this is good. But I'm glad I have my, I have my, you know, I've got to contain myself. Um, when you first saw Ree, what was it about her that told you, I really got to, I got to meet this girl. I want to be around this girl. I want to date we were, this girl. We were kind of being set up. Um, I was a bartender at just this tiny hole in the wall bar. And the only two people that were there were my friends, Scott and Star. And uh, I was like, don't y'all know anybody? Bring some girls up here or something. <laughs> and they were like, the only single friend I have is Rhiannon. But she's not the type of girl you're used to. She's she's a good girl and stuff. So <laughs> um then they brought her up there, and she made me chase her around for like a month before she even gave me the time of day. And then I love that. Yeah, just all the effort I had to put in made me realize she's not like the other girls. Oh. But she's obviously beautiful too. So I mean, stunning. There was. Yes. Yeah, there was the attraction right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you are definitely the blessed one in that. I definitely am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I married up. That's what my dad said. On I'm his just speech. kidding. I'm like, just kidding. You married up. I love that. That is so awesome. That's what people say about. Um, never mind. It doesn't matter what people say. Um, so <laughs> doesn't matter what the people say. It doesn't matter. It's awesome because when that connection's there, you know, you know, and I think yeah. that's the brilliant part of it. And uh, you saw something in her, and then you convinced her. I did. So how long? She, persistent. She, she told us, but how long did you date before you uh, got married? A couple of years, wasn't it? Uh, I think I proposed to her right about a year. Okay. And then we were engaged for close to a year. Okay. Yeah. Our five month anniversary is on the twelfth. Wow. A five year, not five month. Five year anniversary is on the twelfth. Of October. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. Our nine year is on the tenth. Nice. It's a, October's a good month. It is. That's very exciting. Oh, man. That reminds me, though. I'm so stressed out yesterday. I don't get stressed out very easily, but yeah. uh, we got our, we're taking a trip for our five year. We got our itinerary, and I opened it up. And the first piece of paper I look at says, all the stuff you need to bring. And I right away remembered I forgot to renew my passport. <gasps> we're leaving in like two weeks. You can expedite that shit. I know. I'm, I found a, office in Dallas. I'm going to drive up there. My friend said he got his same day, but I am nervous that I'm not going to make that trip. You're going to make it. I know. I know. So this is, this is I how... I started sweating. I don't get stressed out. It was weird. I started sweating. So this is how manifestation works. I'm going to tell you. Okay. You could learn something. Yeah. I like learning. If you choose. So just know that you're going to have your passport and don't think another thing about it. Yeah. There's nothing to think That's about. That's I'm trying to feel about it because I can't do anything. It's out of your hands. Yep. It is done. But and just know first, that your balls will be in a vice if yeah. you can't go. <laughs> yeah. And at first, I'm telling you, I was just stressed out to the oh max. Oh, my God. <laughs> where are you going? We're going to St. Lucia, which oh, is fun. where we honeymooned. And we met a couple there, married on the same day as us. And they're going to? They're meeting us down there. They oh, stop it. two boys it. the same age as Lincoln and Landon, oh too, my which gosh. are my two boys. Yes, that is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you're going. 
Yeah, You'll make it. Oh, yeah. It'll be fine. Don't don't sweat it. It's no. going to be fine. The sweating is over since yes. yesterday. But, but I, I would I would definitely be. I called be... the place today, though, and it's Columbus Day. Oh, it so, is? So I'm, like, extra stressed out. I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's Columbus Day. So for those going to be catching the replay, today's Columbus Day, and so he couldn't uh, get his passport today. Yep. So tomorrow you are hitting the business for that. I'm going to definitely call him and see how long it takes, but I have an appointment. The earliest appointment I could schedule online was Wednesday at 8 a.m., and you will be there at 7.30. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is awesome. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but stressful. It's all jiggy. That's great. Yeah. So um, if you didn't know you, okay, oh, yeah. how would you describe yourself to other people? Um, whoa, that's a tough question. It's a good one, isn't it? going to be like that. Ooh. <laughs> um, I think easygoing. For the most part, even though I just told a stressful story, <laughs> I'm normally not stressed. Uh, Easy going would well. That, I think that would put anybody in a vice. Yeah, you know, honestly. So yeah. I think I mean, if one word or like two words, is that two words? So easy going. Yeah. See, I, see, I had a, I, I had an ex husband. I had an ex husband that was easy going, but that turned out to be AKA lazy. So you don't strike me as a lazy person. Um, so what does easy going really mean to you? Easy go more just kind of like go with the flow type. I don't, I'm not like a follower in, you know, type mm-hmm. way, but more of just like a roll with the punches. You know, there's going to be ups and downs and just mm-hmm. kind of don't let it get to you. Just enjoy what you can. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's the Pisces in you. Yeah. I yeah. Guess so ride that wave. Yeah. Very cool. So if you were um, to leave a legacy, okay? Yeah. So from that perspective... What would that legacy look like? Is this um, hypothetical or? Yeah. So anything I want to do? Yeah. Like uh, what would your legacy look like? Like if I could just do anything. So if you were to look back, let's say you're 90 years old and you were to pass away tomorrow and you're 90 90 in one day, right? And you're going to leave a legacy. What would it look like? Golly, I wasn't ready for hard questions. I, I love I this. Like I'm this. glad I'm stumping yeah, you. This is um, awesome. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I guess be a good father and hopefully grandfather and stuff like that. And You're already looking at grandchildren. Well, I love that. Well, I mean, that. I know that's a long you know, way away. But you but know what? 90, it's not. Yeah, It'll well, be here in a blink. I know. It's crazy how fast time flies. Lincoln's almost four years old. That's nuts. It seems like he was just born yesterday. My 22-year-old feels like he was born yesterday, and now I'm going to be a Mimi, so I get it. Yeah. It goes so fast. Yeah, but I don't know. That would just be a good family man, you know. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Without any thinking, if I had known that was ready, I would have had a better answer, but. See? Catch you on the fly. (laughs) Catch you on the fly. That's good. You're doing good. So if you look at yourself now compared to where you were 10 years ago, how have you changed in the last 10 years? Uh, By leaps and bounds. When I was 18, 17, I started chasing girls, I guess, was my main thing that I liked to do, which involved a lot of partying and drinking. And so you were a hound dog. I'd say, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so then whenever I met Rhea, that all changed. And now I'm a somewhat successful business owner. And mm-hmm. Why uh, do you say somewhat? Well, I've only been in business five years, and I'm doing well for myself, but um, I'm not, like, you know, successful. I'm not buying the new house re-once tomorrow. And so how do you measure success? Well, 
So you you measure success based on monetary things? Uh, this with, is a great part business. of my conversation. With business, I would, yeah. Really? Monetary, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I guess not, because I have a lot of good customer relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I guess not, because mm-hmm. one of my friends works for a different pool company, mm-hmm. and they are a much larger company. Mm-hmm. So being larger, they have a lot of different clients, you know, where all my clients are great. I love... I mean, there's very few clients that I've ever bumped heads with. and So you've manifested your ideal client, yeah, essentially. Yeah, so instead of having, because, I mean, if I started getting to where I was at, like, 400 pools, well, right now I have 60 awesome clients. Yes. But if I have 400, I'm going to have some pickier clients. Not that, you know, they're not awesome, but. But then that's bringing pickier, on more employees. You know, that's yeah, bringing on more headaches. More that's bringing on, and, yeah. And more money. Yep. Yeah. I do like money. Well, money is a great thing in a lot of different ways. And I think you can have a lot of abundance in your life, right? Yeah. So, um, but when you start mindfucking yourself over the money, it's not worth it, mm. right? Yeah. Like, so right now I, I work, I'm usually on my first pool about 7, 7.30 in the morning. And then I'm home by 3 because Rie goes to work at 4. Mm-hmm. And then Mondays and Fridays she works during the day so I can work later Um but yeah, I mean, being home at three every day and getting to see my kids and hang out with them and spend time with them, it's successful. Like the business is running and I'm making enough money right. to survive. I mean, I have some toys and it's, yeah, I have a good life, but it'll be fun when I'm like successful. That's, I still want you to think about that measure of success. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, it's to me, to me, I think some of the most successful people there are Money isn't even in their equation. Uh, I agree. And at the same time, a lot of the really, I don't want to get like too successful because I know some people who are probably multimillionaires and Mm -hmm. it seems like they are constantly working and they don't get to. They're in the hustle. Yeah. They don't Mm -hmm. ever get to really take time. Even when you're just sitting there talking with them, it's like their mind's going Mm -hmm. in all these other places. And I don't want to get to that point where, you know, it just runs my life, but. But right now, it looks like you've got the ideal situation. For now, yes, Mm -hmm. which is why I haven't taken it to the next level. So you think when the kids get into school, you might do something different? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, definitely when they're in school. Which would be good. Yeah. What what does the next level look like for you? Do you know yet? Um, Yeah, I'd like to grow it where I have, you know, a couple guys working for me, some trucks out on the street, and... um, I mean, eventually, if I can just write checks from the beach, that'd be great. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know how to get there, but if I could do that, that'd be awesome. You can get there. You could probably get there sooner than you think. Yeah. You just got to figure out the way, I guess. You just got to get out of your own way. Yeah. Yeah. The mind fuck is real. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm telling you. It's very interesting. You know, when I started my business, I started my business with no clients. I don't know if you know that about me. You probably That's how know. I started mine too. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, manifesting the ideal client and then manifesting your ideal schedule and then saying, fuck the rest of it. Yeah. And um, creating outside of that. Right. So for me, it's all a matter of creation. Sure. And whatever. Like this, this, yeah. this whole thing is another step well, of I, the shit that I do, you know, but yeah. to me, it's never work. Well, and I do side things too. I mean, and work for me, like my job, I like my job. So I enjoy that's good. I enjoy doing it, but I also think when I'm 60, do I want to be cleaning pools still? 
No, by 60, you should have your guys writing yeah. checks on yeah. the beach. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 But, um, but I do have side things. Like, I won 2500 bucks in a fishing tournament, so I do a lot Bass? of yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Lake I've got Fork friends. Classic. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've got friends that do the fishing tournaments. That's awesome. Yeah. That was my second tournament, and I got first place. That was cool. That is cool. How many pounds? Uh, 6.61. Wow. Yeah. That's a big one. It was big. I yeah. caught a nine-pounder before that, but Lake Fork has a slot limit, so it has to be over 24-inch or under 16 inches, and it was 23 and a half. So I had to throw it back, and I thought that was the winning fish, but... Then 20 minutes later, got the big guy. I love it. it I cool. love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was fun. So, yeah, you got to have a side thing that yeah. you like doing. And is fishing very meditative for good. you? Yeah. Is that your meditation? Uh, I like hunting and fishing and mm-hmm. anything outdoors, wakeboarding. What do you hunt? Uh, my favorite thing to hunt is ducks. Really? Yeah. Uh, do you have a duck dog, too? No, my friends have some, but um, we have a dog, and I would feel bad getting another dog. And spending all that time with the new dog because we don't spend enough time with this dog already. And <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun because it's more social. You can talk to your buddies the whole time. Yeah. It's not like hiding and being quiet. Like when you're deer hunting, you can't make a noise or open a bag of chips and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to shh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, very good. Very good. So, let's see. So when you were 17, 18, you were chasing the girls. You're not chasing the girls anymore. Probably didn't start chasing them until about 18. But Did you go to college? Uh, somewhat. Kind of, sort of? Yeah, I did some community college, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't for me. I knew yeah. that right when I was there. Yeah. They were teaching me the same thing I learned in high school, like algebra. I don't, I don't need to know algebra. I'm with you. I mean, I get it. People need to know algebra. I'm not saying don't teach algebra, but I don't need it. Right. They kept making me take it. So it wasn't for me? No. Did so you, you took to one. College? I went to cosmetology school. So I went trade. Yeah. 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 Well, and I have like some, you know, some licenses. I didn't go to school, but some some licenses. Certifications yeah, and things. Certifications, yeah. 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 I think, you know, I think more and more uh, that's the way to go. Mike Rowe talks a lot about that. Yeah. You know, there are so, like there, oh my God, I love that guy. Yeah. So there are like, what, 400, over 400,000 jobs right now that are contingent on trades and people just yeah. are, they just don't want to do it. They don't want to go. And I know so many people that are in debt from student loans and, and they're still not employed. Job, but yeah, they're and not employed. And it's tough. Getting a degree in something yeah. and they don't even have, they don't even have a job. I've always thought if I went to school now that I would, I would, it would be easy. I'd be able to just knock that out of the park. But you know what? I have never wanted to go back to school. Yeah, well, I don't want to. But. I, I was going to be a nurse um, in between my first and second marriage <laughs> and then decided through way of whatever that that, that really wasn't for me. Um, but now I look at my life and I'm like, I am so blessed in what I do. And I went trade and it was it's been a very successful life. And yeah. I think, you know, talking um, I had an interview earlier today and it was one of those things that it's like we we get into a society where people don't want to learn anymore. They just want it handed to them. So yeah. they don't know how to go out and beat the streets to actually build a clientele or build a business or know what client relations even look like. Yeah. So from that perspective, I don't know if I could start over in what I'm doing, you know, again, because I've yeah. already done that like three times in my life. But it is very interesting, you know, so good for you. High five. 
That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. Enjoy the show. This is Smitty. He's with us today. He's part two duh, of uh, our duos from Rhiannon last week. So enjoy the rest of our show. All right. So we talked about uh, you having your own business. We've talked about the fun stuff. Uh, you did a little bit of college. Um, we talked about what success looks like. Right. Yep, we did. So in your life, um, have you noticed any struggles that you've had that in hindsight were perfectly timed for you to grow from and shape who you are today? Uh, yeah, I would say getting fired from my job before my wedding was one of those. Really? Yeah. Because that, that was like, you're in the deep end with the sharks now. Mm-hmm. So, so what made you decide in that moment, you were like, I'm going to start my own business? I had already kind of thought I wanted to, and my dad always wanted to, when he retired, start a business with me. Um, he had sort of a different idea of what he wanted to start, where when I found what I wanted to do, I just... You just him. went I was in. Like, yeah, I was like, you know, what do I need to do to do this? And he said, if you write a business plan, I'll give you a loan. Wow. So I wrote a business plan, and yeah. So that was the catalyst for you, really? Yeah. The, that was what got me to do it. Because once they didn't give me the promotion I thought I was going to get, um, yeah, I knew at that point, like, I'm, I can just start my own business. So I, I, So like, what skill set did you, did you have the confidence in to say, I can start my own business? Well, I was building pools. So, so I you already were doing that. from the ground up right. on how a pool works. And then all the equipment. And then since I was the newest guy there... I clean the boss's pool, the boss's brother's pool. Well, they're all, there's multiple The bosses. family, yeah, yes. The, I, was cleaning, I was cleaning pools and doing a lot of the grunt work. That mm -hmm. So you started at the bottom. Started at the bottom, yeah. So, but that's all I needed really to do what I do is, and then I, I have a grasp for how the pool works. I mean, when you watch a pool get built, you know, you know the, right. in, the ins and out, what, right. that, what's going on with it, so... So what's the one thing that you really work on? The pumps? Is that the, the number one thing that you end up working on here in Texas, the pumps going out? Yeah, pumps. Because they're very temporary here, I'm finding. Um, they can be. Like no more than four years and they're, they're done. Uh, you should get 10 to 15 years out of a pump. Yeah, my girlfriend doesn't. I'm going to give her your number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do that. All right. Um, That's good to know. But yeah, no, usually the salt systems go out every five years. So it could be your salt system. But those things Not are very, sure. very expensive. So I don't the think salt cell itself but... is, I mean, like seven or eight hundred bucks. And then if the board goes out, there's another five or six hundred bucks every five years. So it all years. just adds up. Yeah, every five years. I don't know what she's got going on, but I'm going to definitely give you her number. Yeah. Her, your number. I'd be happy. The numbers are being exchanged. Is she, is she around here somewhere? <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, Louisville. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, right. it's awesome. Well, that's awesome. So, um, so you have your own business. Have you noticed any struggles within your business um, in the last five years that it have been really aha moments for you or holy shit balls, what did I get myself into? Or has it been a pretty graceful time for you? It's It's been, for the most part, pretty graceful. I mean, I've taken some losses here and there. Um, I think the hardest thing has been finding help because I'm at the point now where, like, I'm almost maxed out on what I can get done in a week. Right. And I've hired guys, and some of them, you know, there's always, I don't know, I just, I feel like I wasn't meant to be a manager, really. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm, I do. I'm, uh, 
I'm very easygoing, like I said before. So uh, a lot of the guys kind of took advantage of that. And then I had a one of my best friends was working for me, and he was doing an amazing job. He had a second job that he had to quit, and I was he was applying for stuff. He found something that was way better than I could do yeah. at the time. So I was like, dude, take it. Right. Yeah, I was like, five years, maybe we can be there, but right. take it, dude. Yeah. Company truck, phone, and all that oh, stuff. That's good awesome. Salary, so. Yeah. So it's been hard to find good help and then keeping good help, being that. So know. do you have an automated system? Mm, I have, like, QuickBooks. Is that what you mean? No. Well, that's good. That you, that's smart on your part. It, took, <laughs> it only took me four years to get on my QuickBooks. Um, but, no, like, for your pool stuff, do you have, like, automatic texts that remind your clients? Because, you know, down here I, I saw that uh, we don't like the technology. I don't like technology now, so I don't How have the fuck do you – how do you live in today's world? You are too yeah, young. That's part of the problem, too. You are yeah. too young to have this much resentment with technology. So what does that mean to you? What does that look like, the, the I don't like te- technology? Is it a, sp- a certain aspect of technology? Uh, or just overall technology? Um, I would probably just the aspect of it. I think it is, I don't know, like too invasive. And then it, it's kind of addictive for a lot of people. So technology. Well. So what are you speaking of? Like what is it you're not liking? I don't know. People are always holding these like robot phones in their hands just like across so the devices from each other and they're like not talking to each other they're just on their right whatever it is that they're doing on that thing that they have in their hand and right so you don't like the device part of our society i mean i don't i I get so like the other day my (laughs) my mom called me out on it the other day because i don't like doctors either and Mm. um i knew i had a staff i'm with you on that i've had a staff infection before so and i knew i had one so how do you just get a staph infection uh the first time was from the trampoline park, I think. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't want to call them out. It might not have been them. I was also training martial arts somewhere. And so some mat somewhere. Somewhere I got it. Okay. And, um, but I knew what it felt like from... Before. So, yeah. So I, we, my wife has Teladoc or oh, our yeah. insurance does. Yeah. So yeah. she's like, just call. So I'm like FaceTiming this person and like, this is what <laughs> it is and yada, yada. She's like, yeah, that looks like staph. So she prescribed antibiotics and sent them to the, and I just, I so why did your mom, anywhere. why did your mom get on you? Cause my mom was like, technology can be kind of useful, huh? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess so. That's awesome. I mean, I like that it's useful, but I you just, don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home to go to the doctor. Yeah. But at the same time, like TV and it, for, and it might just be me because I know it makes me, like when I get home and the kids are in bed, I just want to relax and watch TV. Where, what do you watch? Uh, we watch a bunch of stuff. We've watched like Ozarks recently. and. So are you on the cable or are you on the whole, no, we um, the we're, we're getting all the other yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's what we did too. Yeah, we did that. And then um, I mostly just watch either like fishing, hunting, or UFC fights. Perfect. Um, sometimes college football. And then... Uh, with Re, I'll watch, we have some, like, reality shows and things like that. that we What watch. reality shows do you watch with oh, her? Oh, man. Uh, we've... This is awesome. I've been drug into a lot of them that mm. um, I don't necessarily like that much. So what do you what do you watch with her, even though you are like, stab like. my fucking eyeballs out, put them in Vanderpump. my mouth. Vanderpump. I would rather eat my eyeballs than watch this. Vanderpump. I've never even seen it. Yeah. that Any of that type of thing the housewives or whatever oh good any of that stuff so she loves that uh no she's actually gotten away from that um 
But now we watch like a lot of like we like Big Brother, um, The Amazing Race. Big Brother still on? That's what people say. Isn't that funny? But yeah, it's just wow. Naked and Afraid, things like that, where it's like a competition oh, fun. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I right. Like shows like that. So you just like to basically Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to do. Yeah. She, she likes to Netflix and chill, though. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a joke. Are we not joking there? I don't know, but this is funny. Yeah, you're you good. You ever heard that? The Netflix and chill? Mm. That's not what that really means. What does it mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does it mean? I hope I'm not getting your kids in trouble or anything. What kids? Oh. Um... What the Netflix whole... and chill is, I think, more like meet up and have sex. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Oh, I my God. So. <laughs> They're all looking at me like I've got a third eyeball. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. I so learned that's something where the joke new. came in because I like to Netflix and chill, but she likes to Netflix, she likes and... To Netflix and like chill. Yeah. yeah. Got it. This is so awesome that I just learned that. <laughs> Can I just say that? I love being on the fourth floor in life because I get to meet new people yeah. and learn new things. Well, I thought you were going to say something else, but no, I did not know that. Yeah. I love that. So I thought you were making a joke, but no. Okay. No, I was <laughs> Just so you know, I'm not a very witty person oh. <laughs> at all. My kid got that wit. I, I don't, I don't have it. Um, but that's awesome. So that's, yeah. that's how, that's how, that's how you decompress in your day. Well, that is, but I used to not ever sit in front of the TV. Um, oh. Which I like that I do now because it's made me, you know, not go out and just do a, like whatever and waste money or anything like that. But a lot of my friends don't watch TV and they're like in their garage working on stuff or and I think TV is like an excuse for me not to get out there and do that. So I always feel like I'm lazy by watching TV or getting on a computer and looking through whatever YouTube videos and stuff like that. It makes me feel like I'm not doing anything. Like, what am I doing? So interesting. It's almost like an, so do an you, addiction for me. Do you allot your time? Uh, I mean, I don't like set a timer and be like, I get 30 minutes of TV <laughs> today. <laughs> like but, you may do with your children at some point. Uh, yeah, it's about time to do that with them, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But interesting. We haven't talked about that. That's a good idea. I might should try yeah. that with. Yeah. I just had a conversation with one of my girlfriends. We've known each other since uh, we were 10. And she was talking about how her son um, had ended up collectively spending almost $750 on Fortnite on their credit card. <clears throat> and he's 13. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit balls! how does this happen? And so she's telling me and I'm like, Mo, you've got to like wrangle that shit in. Like yeah. what's happening? And, and so I, I gave her suggestions, you know, like, and my husband even got in on the conversation is get a basket and all the devices go in the basket at a certain time every night. And, you know, because my kid, I mean, he didn't even have a gaming system till he was 13. And um, he never it, for the longest time, we had one television in our whole house. Yeah. And now we only have three. So, you know, oh, wait a minute. Rich. <laughs> I guess we technically have four. But. But the thing was, was it took certain aspects of our lives for me to get another television. Yeah. So like when our dog ended up with knee surgery and couldn't go upstairs, I'm like, well, fuck, looks like yeah. we have to get another TV. Right. So um, we, I haven't watched the news in six years. You know, I don't like that vibration of it. I don't like how it feels. And so for us, it um, it is a different way. So we've got uh, what are they called? Fire sticks all over the place, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and smart TVs, mm -hmm. and that helps. So it's it's nice to be able to control what we can watch from yeah. that perspective, which is good. But, yeah, you're going to want to start implementing some yeah. 
Well, and especially with video games, those a lot of those people would get like really addicted to video games. Well, and for them in their house, and it was the same in our house, it was a bonding thing between dad and the son. Right? So dad was a gamer, and so now they're gaming together. And it's not, it's a dangerous, slippery road. It can be. And I, I mean, especially if you've got games, an addictive personality yeah, at all. Yeah, that's my thing, is I have an addictive personality. Yeah, so don't do I it. I try to push away from, like, the only reason I ever played video games was when my mom would call us in and be like, hey, y'all been outside for three hours and it's 100 degrees outside. Come in, have some water. Stay here for 30 minutes so we can get up there and play Madden for 30 minutes. And Madden, go, I love it. Go back out there. Yeah. yeah. But, but you were outside. Yeah, we would always, growing up, I was outside. That is just, that does not exist now. No, I, I no. have one family of friends whose kid, technology. who has one kid, <laughs> that he does do the video games, but he also goes out, outside yeah. to the creek, right? So he's always down there finding turtles and shit, and you that know? that had something to do with it, too. I lived on a creek as well, yeah. so. Yeah, it makes a difference. It does. I don't know, it's rather, I'm a little nervous for my gra- my Gramby, you know? And it's not, I feel like my, my kids are, are conscious enough that, you know, we can only fuck up our kids so far in life, <laughs> you know, and I, I feel like Bruin's very well adjusted for everything that we've gone through in this life. So I think it'll be fine, but shit, it's, it's tough. I just saw an article um, talking about how the preschoolers right now are their desk, de- listen to this, their dexterity in their hands are not equipped to hold pencils to write because of the iPad. My, I, I th- oh yeah. I think I was told that they don't. Do you want to Google that up? Write in school Dex- anymore. Yeah, don't they, don't they that. Just use iPads in school now. They don't even teach you to write anymore. Well, they? I know penmanship, um, the actual art of writing in a lot of school districts, is no longer a thing. Yeah. So how are they going to read our our past documents? Like those are the things that I wonder about. It's like yeah. how are they going to actually be able to read what's going on if they can't even learn cursive and right. penmanship? Yeah, I think those things are important to some extent i guess technology's wiping those away but i i don't know how that's gonna work tell me i'm not tell me i'm not a liar Allie. no i mean i don't think you're a liar <laughs> and it, it came from a teacher so dexterity that's what it is. yeah the hand dexterity it's not um they they don't have the hand strength because they're just always doing this so they can't actually grip and hold a pencil because of the ipad I wonder if I should start just teaching I mean, my like, kid to do all that stuff. Well, no, they write. They like color. I mean, they don't have oh, any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a thing? What's it say? Well, I mean, I found the article. Give me a second to read. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not full of shit. That's no good. No, you're not. <laughs> Says a four-year-old can install ad block on your computer but can't write a cursive E. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They can whip you all the way around and all that stuff, and you will never know. Yeah, it just says that children are not coming into school with the hand strength and dexterity they had 10 years ago. Children coming into school are being given a pencil but are increasingly not being able to hold it because they don't have the fundamental movement skills. Hello, parents. Get pencils, get crayons into the hands of your babies. Turn the TV off and go get some crayons, and we'll just start working. (sighs) Good idea. I tell you. So when I have my nieces and nephews, I always and I can't wait to have my grand because I was a very um, educational mom. So I always told my everybody for for Bruin's birthday, I always say, okay, don't buy toys. If you're going to get them something, do education or books because. Honestly, the kid would destroy a toy in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. They'd spend all this money on a toy, it's and he would too have loud it. Anyway. Oh, I never put batteries in. That's smart. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I was a single mom mostly, and I never put batteries That's in. I was on the brink of a nervous breakdown at any given moment, so it was n no batteries. So, you know, those were things that we always did. You know, doing the puzzles, doing the mind games, doing doing the stuff that will really help him in his future self. And we did, at that time, we did do we did have a leapfrog, and he enjoyed that. Um, What's leapfrog? Besides, like, the game leapfrog. <laughs> Uh, it was like a, it, it was probably one of the first device type things. It was oh, educational okay. and he liked that yeah. because it would sing and um, he could read along with the, with the thing. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was fun. But I tell you, I've got iPads in the house and I just, I, I hate when I go to dinner and the first thing at somebody's table is the baby's got the phone. Yeah. Yeah. We tried, we tried not to be that parent, but sometimes it's like the only way. But it's not. Whoa. Sometimes you just step out. With the babies, you mean? Yeah, just leave. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do that too, but no, just drop the cart and leave. Our kids can. <laughs> our kids can usually make it through dinner without the iPhone or iPad. But if we're like out with some friends and we're gonna be there for a while, yeah. And after that may be different. After a little while, it's kind of like here. Well, you're bored. You know, just do this. That's that's probably a little different. Yeah. yeah. But if we're just like as a family going, then yeah. What do you? What type of games do you? Or what do they play with on the phone? Um, we normally, it's just Lincoln, my oldest, that'll watch it, and uh, we put on toddler educational videos, just like, you know, songs and ABCs and yeah. numbers, colors, all that kind of. Somebody's stuff. been telling me about something pig. What was that? Peppa Pig. Yeah, what the fuck is that, Peppa Pig? Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing ever invented. Uh, you know what? My son never watched the Barney. I did not allow that shit in my house. This Peppa Pig is not coming into my house. Yeah, we. That's like I'm my saying son's no. favorite show too. And I. Everyone's talking about Peppa Pig, and I'm like, no, no I don't want terrible. it. It sounds like it's just a parent's nightmare. It is. The only the only place I let him watch that is in his game room. Whenever he's already driving me nuts, and it's just like, here, you go in your game room. You can watch Peppa Pig for a while. <laughs> Come out when you're ready to socialize. That's awesome. Yeah. So it really is a thing. It is. It's a thing, and it's terrible. Yeah. Not going to do it. It's not good. Nope. I'm not a good animation person anyway. I don't, and I don't even know what that is, but I don't like, I don't like animation. I don't like cartoons. I don't, and yeah. my future daughter-in-law, God love her, she's like all about the princesses and the <laughs> Disney. And I'm like, shit, you yeah. know, I'm going to have to end up watching this shit probably. I've but. been trying to get uh, Lincoln to start watching some of the... You know, like Wizard of Oz and things where it's still colorful and... My God, you're going to traumatize that child over Wizard of Oz. Well, I mean, just Those flying monkeys are a, terrifying. That's just a good example of, like, you know, something Weren't with you a lot of color. Weren't you traumatized over that? No, I loved Wizard oh, of Oz. Oh, see, I, it freaked me out. Those flying monkeys freaked me out. I guess I don't remember how I felt when I was really young. I've seen it so Oh, times, it freaked so me out. That whole show it. freaked me out. So I've never been show really. It is. I mean, when you really <laughs> think about it, yeah. it's a it is it is freaky. Yeah. Especially for a young kid, I think. But yeah, I don't know. I just I guess I always was able to like. Not no, I knew it wasn't real. That that was just like pretend. Yeah, but they were freaky. Yeah. They were freaky looking. They definitely were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So were the lollipop kids. And the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. That's in the, the chocolate. Yeah, in yeah. the chocolate factory. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, get freaky. Down sweets. Oh my god, it's crazy. I don't like the look of it. Oompa, loompa. Oh my god, the mere fact that you know those <laughs> words are terrifying. I love it. It's a pretty funny movie. I like it. The new one's not as good. I don't like the. I didn't even movie. watch it. I like I'm not about any of those. <laughs> I'm in for it, aren't I? As a Mimi. It's just it's better than cartoons, I think. 
It's more fun for adults, at least. Yeah. No. I need to get puzzles and pencils. Yes. Get them writing. Yes. Teach my kids right. All right, so um, we're going to switch gears. And um, yes, yes, yes. So would you say that you are a religious man, a spiritual man, a faithful man? What does that look like for you? Mm, well, what's the difference between like spiritual and faithful? So some people know that they have faith, right? That there's something out there, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily practicing really anything. This is just my definition. Yeah, of. sure. Spiritual means that you're actually following more of a, um, to me, is more of a, like for me, I'm a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really follow yeah. a religious perspective. Right. Just kind of like put out into the universe what you... Pretty much. Kind of thing. Karma sort of do. Karma sort of I think of I'm deal. a little bit a mix between faithful and spiritual. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you grow up in um, a religious perspective? Uh, no. My mom made sure I went to different churches randomly throughout mm -hmm. life just to kind of, like, not force anything on me, or mm -hmm. but just to see, you know, if you do like any of this stuff, this is what it's all like kind of thing. So and what did she expose you to? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We went to all kinds of, I mean, we've been, I've been to, like, Catholic churches where you're sitting down, standing up, sitting so down, So confusing. You don't know yeah. if you're, <laughs> I, I'd always joke, then, you're standing up, sitting down, don't know whether to, never mind. But I, yeah. I always like to go into the black churches the best because it's a lot like the movies where, you know. They're fun. Goes, oh, it's a lot of fun. They're a and, lot of fun. Yeah. So I, that was what I enjoyed more. Um, but yeah, I, and then uh, I went to church when I was like, I think 15 to 17. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably something out there. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I just feel like, you know, do right, be good, be a good person. and Yeah. But I do pray sometimes. And it's never like asking for stuff. It's usually just like, you know, praying for people and mm -hmm. um, thanking whatever gave me this blessed life for the blessed life I have. Yeah. 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 I like to call it God, but you know, you can call it whatever you want. Yeah. I just, that's awesome. I wouldn't say I'm religious. I don't believe in, I don't not believe in organized religion, but I don't, I'm it not, doesn't fit you. It doesn't fit me. Yeah. Kind of like college. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. Yeah. Yep. Um, organized religion did not fit my, my agenda in life either. Yeah. So I get that. I really do. That's awesome. All right, so we read that question. Okay, let's see. So, okay, this is going to be fun. I've really, I really had a lot of fun preparing this question. So, how has being a father changed you? Um, I don't know. I was kind of always meant to be a father. I think I always knew I wanted to have kids. You always did. Yep. And then, wow. Um, shortly after my wife and I got married, I randomly just decided to quit smoking cigarettes because um, I thought. You know, we'll probably have kids, and mm -hmm. I just didn't know if that being in my body would be, and I was like, I'm done with this, I don't need that anymore, and yeah, so I just kind of committed to it once we once I found out and knew I was going to be a father, and so whenever the boys came, both of them, it was like, it's... I never knew what to expect, you know? And I was just going to ask you, were you prepared, like, emotionally? Were you, like, when she said... I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I did. No, I, uh, 
Did you freak out? No, when she first told me, I think I was like, that's exciting. And she was all scared and nervous and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what? We're married. This is what's supposed to happen. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. excited. This is good. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I was somewhat prepared. But uh, when Lincoln was first coming. And he's your, he's your oldest. My oldest, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, when he was first coming out of the womb and I was there. Were you, like, at, were you at the head or were you at the business? Well, I told myself I wasn't going to go to the business, and I went to the business. And? As soon as they were like, he's crowning, I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then it all hit me at once, and it wasn't even like what, none of that was gross or anything to me, but it was just like, it got real. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be a father. Am I going to be a good dad? Am I ready for this? And so I started, in that moment, that really hit you. Yeah, and I started sweating like I was about my passport the other day. But then I thought, <laughs> I had I just thought to myself, I'm like, I need to be strong for her. And I, you know, mm-hmm. got snapped out to, of it. Got back to making sure she was doing it. And then, yeah, it was, uh, but no, it was as soon as they were here, it was just almost like they've always been there, you know? That's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. That's awesome. It's so weird to explain. It's like, I don't know. You can't imagine life without them. Yeah, I don't know what life was like before them. It's just weird to even think about. seems like they've been here forever, but... I love that. Yeah. That is so awesome. So what advice would you give young dads? Um, You know, probably just be there for your kids is a good one. A lot of times... um, you know, dads are obligated with sometimes, you know, in a more traditional family, I guess, sometimes the wife is more with the kid than the dad. And I think the dad time is important, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, be there for your wife and your kids. Did you ever experience uh, with your kiddos that um, that mom time that when they're first born, you know, a lot some dads experience a, like a jealousy or mom spending too much time with the baby. Did you ever experience any of that time or were no. did you did you both equally take care of baby? How did that look for for your relationship? I can't say we both equally took care of baby because of how much time she had, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, breastfeed. Oh, because she nursed. She breastfeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. So, I didn't know that. Um so I knew, you know, baby needs mom more right. than me but I just really was trying to always be there for her and if that involved her taking a nap and me watching the baby and figuring it out on my own but I had like I said my parents are great so I had a lot of good advice from them uh what's the best advice you got from your parents about fatherhood the best advice for all you dads out there is um if the baby when it's time to start giving them a bottle my mom told me this, and it works. It's so crazy. Um, when it's time to give them a bottle, sometimes the baby won't take the bottle because they're used to being in their home where their mom is there. So, like, when she goes back to work and you got to start giving them the bottle, sometimes they won't take it. But if you take that baby either to a room they've never been in or outside or somewhere where they're not used to feeding... Oh, look at that. They, yeah, they... Uh, Security. Yeah, it's like... Where's my mom at? I don't know if she's ever coming back at that point. So they take the bottle. That worked for me with both kids. So I don't know if it works for every kid, but. That's incredible. I've never heard that. It made sense to me, and it's always. I am locking that into my brain. But. um, That is awesome. Also, you know, your energy that you give out. That baby knows. Yeah, because some people I know that are a little bit more stressful people, it seems like their kid you know, gives them a harder time a little bit. And it might not be that the kids giving them a hard time. It might be that they're just naturally stressful people. But 
for me, it seemed like both my kids were just so easy. That's one of the things that I'm I'm talking to um, with the kids right now, you know, because uh, is you know what 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 you feel, baby feels, right? Mm-hmm. What what you're doing, what you give off, baby is going to receive. So it's really quite amazing um, that whole nine months, to, technically ten, 10 months, I guess, of preparation, you know, and just where they call it nine months. It is more 10. (laughs) I'm with you on that. But, you know, that whole time is just getting both of them ready. You know, the not being able to sleep at night, the not getting comfortable, the this, the that, right? And I remember, so, so, so she's going to be one month ahead of where I, exactly one month ahead of where I was when I had my son. Same age, same everything, one month ahead. And I remember just being batshit fucking crazy. And I didn't take one class because shit happens and I, I never got a class. And um, the relationship was not spectacular, right? So it was it was not a fabulous, I, it was what it was. But, sure. you know, here's this poor kid that I just looked at him and I'm like, you've got to tell me, dude. <laughs> and he was a great communicator. And, and I loved that baby more than anything in this world. And he he really, and I remember that first week, it was so tough. And I just remember being so stressed and in hindsight now, 22 years later, right? That does go in a blink. You'll be a poppy before you know it. (laughs) Um, It is crazy when you really are looking at them and thinking, golly, you know, this, this, this is really incredible. So by helping them keep calm, because I'm so, I am not the same person I was when I had him, you know, thank God. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> tightly wound, <laughs> tightly wound. And so it's nice to be a loose thread instead of a tightly wound spool. And so it's nice to be able to give that feedback to them and know that, you know, because they do live with us and, yeah. you know, we'll have that have that experience with them. So yeah. it's really going to be awesome. So I, can, I cannot wait to have Bean in the house. That's what we call him, little Bean. Yeah, that'll be cool. It is fun. It is fun. I like that y'all are so all in the same house, too. Like, I think family is such a good thing. My boys get to see my my parents all the time, and her dad comes over whenever he has time and sees them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, her mom lives in Michigan, but I know she would see them all the time, too. Yes. Yeah. Do you FaceTime with her a lot? Uh, Lincoln and Landon do. Oh, that's right. You're not on the technology. Yeah, I try not to be. <laughs> I did FaceTime with her the other day because she FaceTimed when Rhee was in the shower. So Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something to be said about family. And it's been interesting because um, we've had a lot of comments, you know, from certain people in our lives. And um, I, I always look at it like this. It's like, okay, so, you know, when that child is born, you look at that baby and you see all their potential and you see all the things that, that are happening in their lives. And you just can imagine everything that they're going to have in their life. But there are things that happen outside of that that you don't expect. Yeah. And, you know, the number one thing my husband and I have committed to is my son and his stability in all things. And to to us, that's the most important thing, to yeah. create a stable um, loving, compassionate place for him and Avery and their, their now baby coming. So to us, it's like so many more families now are becoming more multi-generational yeah. again. And we are thrilled to have, to have this experience because a lot of people don't, don't get that. Yeah. And so. That's one of the things I really admire about the Hispanic community is yes. their sense of family. Yes, very much so. Yeah. 
And so we're just we're just very blessed. And they don't want to live with us forever, but we right. have a great it's space. Nice that you, yeah, yes, exactly. we have a space that can support it. And some help. Yes. You know, which will be good. Yes. And I'm just, I can't, it's so funny. I'm looking at my schedule already for next year. And I'm like, okay, what, what, all right, when should I start marking stuff out for next year? And, you know, cause I would definitely want to at least be home that first week. And my oh, mom, right. my mom has lost her mind. Oh, I'm going to come down. And I'm like, mom, just, just let us adjust first. Yeah. Give us a minute. And then, yeah, and then, need you, time to do it yes. And then, and then you can come when, when I go back to work and you know, so the whole thing, so it's going to be really exciting. Babies are miracles. Yeah, they are. You know, they're just an absolute miracle. And I believe each one chooses us for its parents and chooses us for this human experience. And it's just a beautiful thing. It's really remarkable. All right, let's see. What else? Anything else know. about fatherhood? Um, I don't know. I don't know about fatherhood. I'm still fairly new at it, I guess, but... Sounds like you're doing all right. Yeah, I've been told uh, that I'm a pretty good dad, so... Hey. It's always nice to hear. Keep that. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's what I love about my schedule with my business, too, is I get to spend a lot of time with the kids. It's nice, isn't it? Do you ever take them with you? Do you ever take Landon with you? I've taken Lincoln with me before. Um, Landon's, he just started walking. Oh, Landon's the little one. I'm getting them confused. Yeah, it's hard with the L's. It is. We didn't realize L was such a hard letter for kids to say. Can they say their own name? Are they winking? Are they winking in Wandon? Hi, I'm winking. And then, yeah, baby (laughs) Andon. Baby Andon. Yeah, my, my nephew, he, he he always says we're woozers because he can't say losers. Uh, <laughs> so we're woozers nice. in his games. It's awesome. <laughs> we're winners and woozers. So That's we get the L. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we didn't know it was going to be that hard, but they'll get it. Eventually. Hopefully by the time they're 30, they can say it. <laughs> That would be good. Yeah. That would be good. Well, Smitty, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It was absolutely a pleasure. And um, just know that Smitty is actually sponsoring this wonderful podcast. So go ahead and give us your website so people can come check you out. SmittyNosePools.com. Awesome. S-M-I-D-D-Y. Two Ds like dog. Yes. Nose pools like I know pools. He knows pools. Yep. Yes. Dot com. Awesome. funny because people write me checks that are like, Smitty loves pools. Smitty does pools. (laughs) (laughs) But Smitty knows pools. (laughs) That's awesome. And then next week we have Madison on. And I cannot wait to have her on because she is going to be talking to us about some really close things to her heart. And she's also a flight attendant. So we're going to have a nice, uh, nice conversation with her. So thanks so much for being here. And we are grateful for the opportunity. Peace out.